it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Women Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Women Leadership Group. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about women's issues and our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environmental and climate crisis, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas, and green grandmothers, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. Before I talk about today's topic, I just want to refer you again to episode 43, where I interviewed the Green Woman founder, Helene Van Manen. She has got a couple of things going on um, in her work, which I think is really valuable. And she's actually joining, making up a group that she calls Green Women, as we started out as 10 of us as our leadership, but she's taking this now down to the world where everyone can follow her and follow us and what we're doing. So what she is doing is she's offering a monthly call for all of you green women out there who are concerned about climate crisis, environmental and social justice issues, and there is no cost. She's meeting at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 55 minutes by a Zoom call. She will be exploring topics to link to how you can feel supported and inspired to make a difference in your corner of the globe. She has also developed a Green Women Facebook page where you can find more information about this group and the calls. For more information, you can go to healthywomenhealthyearth.org and that's all one word. Okay, so now for today's podcast. The other day, I came across a post in Facebook. It was from a site called Midwives of the Soul. Wow, that this site is really interesting. And it was titled Healing. What was posted was a reading by Thich Nhat Hanh. And after I read it, it touched my soul at a time in our world when so many of us are wounded in so many ways. It's called The Wounded Child. And it is a reading by um, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. And I just had to really think about this one. And I thought it was really important. So I'd like to share it with you. And it goes like this. With practice, we can see that our wounded child is not only us. Our wounded child may represent several generations. Our mothers may have suffered throughout her life. Our father may have suffered. Perhaps our parents weren't able to look after the wounded child in themselves. So when we're embracing the wounded child in us, 
We are embracing all the wounded child in our past generations. This practice is not a practice for ourselves alone, but for the numberless generations of ancestors and descendants. Again, Thich Nhat Hanh. I had to read it a couple of times, and then I stopped, and I just sat there, and I just started thinking. I was thinking about my life, and with my parents, and my grandparents, and I found that this was so true for me, and it helped me to let go of some emotions that doesn't serve me anymore in my life. So I'm going to tell you my story here, just to kind of show going back at least to my uh, grandparents' generation, and letting you know how that went, and then how I reflected on that and could really see the wounded child in all of us. When I looked back at my family tree, I can see this wounding on both sides of my family. I'm going to start with my dad. I believe he was wounded in so many ways. His father and mother were from Germany and Europe. And um, they were his father, and this was all during World War I uh, in Europe, living in Germany. My grandpa would work the tunnels between Germany and Russia and was moving his siblings to Russia for those that wanted to go in and other people at that time. He had lost his first wife and child in that war. Then he met my grandmother who actually had witnessed her first husband and child killed right in front of her during the war. Then my grandfather got some of his siblings over to the United States, who then migrated to Minnesota. Then my grandfather came over to the United States a few years later, but my grandmother and my dad had to stay behind because she had an eye infection and couldn't board the ship. It was actually about four to five years later that my grandmother and my father came over. I'm sure my dad had some damaging um, effects going on because my grandmother ended up with some mental issues, and I believe it was due to the witnessing of her first husband and child murdered by those soldiers, and it just progressively got worse over time in life. Now on my mother's side... My mom was born in China, but she was born when her mother was only 13. My grandmother was a dancer in working nightclubs in China. Then my grandmother put my mom in an orphanage at a very young age. Um, At least the pictures show that maybe she might have been three or four years old. As my mom got older, she and others in the orphanage would escape from there, and they would just live on the streets. Of course, she didn't want to be in the orphanage. Then when she, I want to say somewhere between the ages of 13 and 16 years old, the Boxer Rebellion broke out in China, and she was taken to a Japanese concentration camp. And that was a lot of kids from the school had gone there. A couple of years later, she and others were freed by the U.S. Marines. My mom was able to come to the United States because her father was actually a U.S. soldier. At age 16, she came over on a U.S. destroyer ship across the Pacific Ocean 
to San Francisco, where she then boarded a train for St. Paul, Minnesota, as this is where her dad had lived. However, that situation never worked out, and she had been in and out of a few foster homes. She finally was placed with a woman, and the both of them just click. This lady was so important in my mom's life, and we actually ended up calling her grandma. So then my mom got a job at 3 a.m., where she met my dad, and a couple of years later, I was born in 1952. Yes, my generations on both sides were so wounded, as Thich Nhat Hanh's reading describes, about the wounded generations, and I do see that wounded child within myself, big time. I do know that neither of my parents did not work with their wounded child inside of them, And it left me as a wounded child. Then, of course, for me, I had two failed marriages. My daughter, I found out after her death at age 20 from a fatal car accident, she had been physically abused by a guy she, um, we thought was her boyfriend, was in high school. I don't think it was a true boyfriend. I'm sure my son has been wounded from his father as he was not really a father as he seldom was at home, which also wounded me as well as my children. So I have taken many years, many retreats, classes, counseling to heal my wounds, and try not to pass that on to other generations, or at least talk about it to them so that they don't have to repeat it. I believe we are in a society in this world of the wounded child, and we must learn to heal ourselves. We don't have to do what our previous generations did. We can live our own lives. So then I just sat with this after a while. In fact, this actually came from my journal. I journaled about this. And then I sat there for a while and just in thought, And what came to me was, okay, I'm going to share this with you. If we could only live like a tree, I love trees. Spring comes and the tree begins to bud again with new life. Then there's summer. The tree is full of growth, providing shade and nourishment. And then we come into fall where the trees begin to lose its leaves, or as we humans would say, getting rid of the old stuff, and then begins to relax which mu- with much needed rest during winter to start the process all over again in the spring. We need to live in harmony with nature for our livelihood depends on it. And I truly believe this. We do need to, and we need to resolve the issues or just let it go. It's our lives, not our parents' or our grandparents' lives. I would like to leave you with reading this reading again uh, by Thich Nhat Hanh. With practice, we can see that our wounded child is not only in us. Our wounded child may represent several generations. Our mother may have suffered through her life. Our father may have suffered. Perhaps our parents weren't able to look after the wounded child in themselves. So when we're embracing the wounded child in us, 
we are embracing all the wounded child in our past generations. This practice is not a practice for ourselves alone, but for the numberless generations of ancestors and descendants. Tick not Han. Beautifully said. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Until next time, <laughs> until next time please stay informed. Be healthy, live green, and become an activist for your own health. The health of your family and the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot, thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got